Gunners and Ali, the perfect blend in the morning. Gunners and Ali for breakfast. On the wave. How did you sleep last night, Ali? I didn't sleep too bad, actually. I fell straight to sleep, but I did wake up about 2.30 thinking it was time to get up for work. Looked at the clock and was like, yes, I still have an hour and a half left, <laughs> which wow. is fabulous. <laughs> well, usually when you wake up, you're like, oh, it's five minutes till I get up. I'll just snooze for a bit. But that was like, oh, I get to go back to sleep. An hour and a half is an eternity when you're a breakfast it's announcer. A gem, gem. <laughs> so awesome. But I did have a bit of disappointment yesterday. What was that? I had um, two porterhouses defrosting in my sink because I like to put them in hot water and just let them defrost naturally. And then I was prepping the veggies, went to sort Seth out, came back, porterhouses were gone. What? The porterhouses were gone. I thought, have I? And also the water had drained out. So I was like, what What have I done with them? Have I moved them? And then I realised... The dog had got the porterhouse steaks. No way. Yes, she had obviously sniffed it out because it had started defrosting enough to send out those delicious <laughs> meat waves. And she decided, <laughs> I'm having that. So she's hopped up, fished out the bag and then skulked off to feast on the two gloriously big, thick porterhouse steaks that were for Brandon and I for dinner. The kids had chicken what casserole. I, I was so miffed. Anyway, turns out no one was having porterhouse steak for dinner except Pepper. Pepper's the name of your dog, right? That's right. Well, that's uh, ironic, Pepper steak. Yep, well, that's what she had. <laughs> the big porterhouse steaks. I was so miffed. And they were from Gilbert's too. Oh, no. I know. And so what did you end up having? Oh, I defrosted some rump from Gilbert's, still not bad, uh, and made a beef casserole. No porterhouse, though, is no, it? No, I was miffed. Spewing buckets. Oh. Well, you won't have to wait too long. What's tonight? About another, what, eight hours, 12 hours? Something like that. Yeah, it's, it's quite far away, really, <laughs> when you think about it. We're right at the beginning of the morning. We are, actually. <laughs> Jennifer Lopez. It might have to wait a while for tonight. We had some pretty powerful wind gusts uh, over the last couple of days. We'll I know you've been looking that. at stats, haven't I you? I have. I'm yep. a stat man. You're the stat man. Beep, up, 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 up. Anyway, <laughs> Diana God Ross is next. <laughs> Also on this day, way back in 1583, that the first life insurance policy was taken out in London. In 1815, Napoleon Bonaparte was defeated at the Battle of Waterloo. Could you imagine Napoleon dancing along to that when he was defeated at Waterloo? US aviator Amelia Earhart became the first woman to fly across the Atlantic Ocean and she performed that feat on this day in 1928. In 1964, the Beatles performed their first Australian concert at Sydney Stadium. The trademark for this was registered in 1970. Have a good weekend, Mr Walker. You too, son. Yep, that's Aeroguard. In 1983, Dr Sally Ride became the first American woman in space and obviously inspired this song. She's got a ticket to ride. She don't care. No, Gunners, I think you mean this one. All you want to do is ride around Sally. Ride Sally, ride. Ride. No, ride. <laughs> <laughs> the Thompson twins, even though there were three of them, called themselves the Thompson twins, worked that one out. Was there two brothers in there that were twins? No, no definitely okay. not. Have you seen the, I'll show you the film clip and right, you tell me, me they're brothers. Okay. Ali's Random Facts. Gunners, people bang on about the Northern Lights a lot. And who could blame them? I mean, the Aurora Borealis is a natural light display that happens in the Earth's sky. It's pretty spectacular. But did you know that you don't have to head to Scandinavia to see this dramatic light display? Australia has its own version called the Aurora Australis, or the Southern Lights. And where do we see those from? Well, it's over east. And to see them properly, you actually have to travel to Tasmania. Yeah, I thought there'd be a catch. But you can still see them at lower parts of the southwest over in Victoria and New South Wales. It's just not as good as if you're viewing them from over in Tasmania. Right. The Aurora Australis. It's pretty cool though, hey? It is very and apparently cool. it's just the same. Who knew? And now that I do, I want to go see them. Well, off to Tasmania we go.
when they open the borders. Sounds like a plan. What are you eating? I made myself some Vegemite on toast because you know how yesterday my hardware was wamble because my stomach starts getting a little crazy at this time of the morning. So I've got some Bergen bread, you know, the soy and linseed. Delicious. Nice bread. Slathered with good butter and some Vegemite. I'm about to um, eat that after we've done a few talkie breaks. But did you hear about (laughs) the negotiations with uh, Bojo and ScoMo? Yeah, it sounds like we're doing a swapsies with biscuits or something. (laughs) (laughs) I'm, of course, talking about Boris Johnson, but they call him Bojo over there, which I thought was hilarious. Bojo. Yeah, Bojo and ScoMo. So anyway, this is an Australia-UK free trade deal that they're discussing. Now, Bojo has said he wants to get more tubs of Vegemite and packets of Tim Tams in exchange for Marmite. Right. And their version of a Tim Tam, which is called a penguin. Now, when when I first heard him say penguins, I Mm. thought... Well, that's not a fair deal. You give us penguins. We've got a... I don't know what you do with them. And we give you Vegemite, but penguins are biscuits. Yeah, they're basically like a Tim Tam, but Tim Tams are better. They're like thicker chocolate and right. they just have a nicer inside and that little bit in the middle is really good. Oh, Tim Tams. Um, so, yeah, I think that um, Bojo is really trying to secure that deal where they can just swap basically Marmite for Vegemite yeah. and penguins for Tim Tams. I think we're getting the we're raw get, end of the deal we there. We so are. They need to throw something else in, like maybe some Terry's chocolate oranges, you know, those um, big... Chocolate oh, yes. They're so good. Can you get those in you Australia? You can get them here, but we want them for free. So oh, we'll I see. give you, um, we'll raise you some Tim Tams for your penguins and your Terry's and chocolate oranges. Yep. <laughs> Sounds like a fair deal. <laughs> it's time to play the secret sound. 917 The Wave. Good morning. Who's this? It's Shelley. Hey, Shelley. What do you think the secret sound is? Um, I think it's activating the clamp in a lever arch file, the bit that holds the paper down. Activating the clamp in a lever arch file. Now, what made you go this way with the secret sound? Um, well, yesterday's guesses <laughs> sort of mm-hmm. gave me a bit of a hint. But mm-hmm. um, I work in an office and we're constantly using lever arch files, so it's a familiar sound. Let's hear that sound again, Gunners. Okay. Yesterday we had a guess where it was the actual silver handle coming down to lock the arches in place. But yours is slightly different, is it, Shell? Yes, metal strip. Are you correct? That's what we want to decipher here. Um, survey says, Gunners. Survey says... Yes! Right! Oh, my God! <laughs> <laughs> well done, Shell. 800 bucks. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> you nailed it. It's pressing the compressor bar or the paper locking clip on a lever arch folder. You nailed it. Excellent. Thank you so much. Wow. 800 bucks coming your way thanks to Ceramic Tiles and Bathrooms in Rockingham. What are you going to do with 800 bucks, Shelley? Um, well, we've started up a bit of a holiday fund. Normally we'd travel to Thailand, but we're thinking with the restrictions, we've got a little bit more time to save to go a little bit further. <laughs> or Europe. Oh, even better. Oh. Absolutely fantastic. Well, 800 bucks to go towards your savings, and we're so happy that you've won. Congratulations. Thank you so much. I hope we haven't had this one. I guess we'll soon find out. Okay. Vituperative. I think I would have remembered if we'd had that before. Definitely not. Okay. Vituperative is the hard word for today. Does it mean, A, to make more vivid or striking, B, bitter or abusive, or C, an expression of acclamation? Vituperative. What a great word. Such a good word. I don't care if I get this one wrong. I'm just happy with the word. I thought you'd like it. I chose it specifically because it's a V word and also because it's really hard. I've forgotten how to pronounce it already. Vituperative. Could be any of those, really. Like, let's be honest. Oh, man, it really could be any one of those. I have absolutely no idea. Okay, We could be here all day. I'll go with A then. Gunners, I think I'm going to get a vituperative outburst from you in a minute because it means B, bitter or abusive. Blast. 
Still a great word, though. It is. Yes, he's even got his own intro Ooh, these days. fancy. No expense was spared in the making of that intro, Jack, I'll have you know. <laughs> how you going, yeah, buddy? right. I know, how, I know how the joint works down there. There would have been no expense spared whatsoever, Gunners, but great, great to be here. Mate, we're speaking uh, Eagles and Dockers now. What's happening uh, with those guys? Of course, they're still up on the Gold Coast, aren't they? Yeah, and they will be for a couple of weeks yet, uh, which is uh, the way that the world works at the moment. So West Coast, obviously Jeremy McGovern out with uh, through suspension. He had a little love tap on Alex Sexton there on Saturday night up there on the Gold Coast, so he'll miss a week. Uh, I'd expect that Will Schofield will come in for him as uh, the defender to replace Jeremy McGovern, so that might be a little area where the, the Lions might be able to exploit the Eagles uh, on Saturday uh, evening uh, up at the Gabba. And uh, there's a question mark around the captain, Luke Shuey. He took a few hard knocks last weekend and whether he'd get up or not so we'll watch that space no doubt they'll leave that right to the last minute to uh to see whether luke shuey the skipper will play or not west coast just simply need to handle the ball better i mean dewy conditions last week up there on the gold coast i'll experience very similar against brisbane this week at the gabba on saturday night so if they necessarily a little bit be a little bit tougher at the contest um the attitude obviously needs to improve from the eagles based on last week and just they need to handle that ball a bit better from a Fremantle point of view, they play Port Adelaide on Sunday up on the Gold Coast. Uh, Jesse Hogan should come back into the side uh, this week. That's what all the talk is all about. So that's a long-awaited return for Jesse Hogan. He should come back in for uh, Sean Darcy, the ruckman who uh, injured his knee last weekend. A couple of weeks, you would have thought, and hopefully he'll be good to go again. But it's a waiting game with Sean Darcy. And, and certainly... Um, they will structure up a lot better, I think, with Rory Lobb in the ruck. They'll have Hogan down uh, forward with Tabiner, and they'll look a little bit better, I think, in that space, Fremantle. So big game against Port Adelaide on, on Sunday afternoon because otherwise they'll be 0-3, and three, short season. You don't want to fall behind. Now, what's happening with Perth Glory? Perth Glory, well, they're back at training this week, so the A-League players are uh, working through their COVID-19 testing, that awful up-the-nose job, Ali, which is uh, very uncomfortable from what I'm told. I haven't had one yet. But uh, all the players that have had one and staff tell me that they get that little swab up the nose and it's oh, very uncomfortable. Yeah. So. yeah, my husband had one. He said it's like someone's picking your brain right at the back. It's not nice. Oh, there you go. Yep. So that's a great way to ooh, great mm. way to describe it. Ooh, that makes me squirm a bit. Me yeah, too. Um, <laughs> so uh, we look forward to the, hopefully the A-League restarting. Uh, they've got a fixture that's gone out into the marketplace. The clubs have seen that. The fans haven't as of yet, but they're only a couple of weeks uh, away from uh, uh, getting back underway. The, the, the sad part for football fans is there's no TV deal in place yet. So Fox Sports are reviewing that arrangement at the moment. So it would be a huge blow for football fans if they couldn't see um, the games that are, that are coming up. So we'll watch that space with keen interest. And, of course, uh, local soccer starting in July as well. Yeah, we look forward to that. We'll follow the campaigns of Mandra City and Rockingham City uh, once the, the Football West competition does get back underway. So we'll, we'll keep uh, everyone up to date uh, regularly with uh, the way that they play out their seasons. Exciting times ahead. We'll catch you next week, Jack. Have a fab weekend. You too. See you later. Bye. See you, Jack. Oh, my gosh, Gunners, it's here. What? Our first look at Will Ferrell and Rachel McAdams in Eurovision Song Contest, the story of Fire Saga. Now, Will has made it no secret he's a huge Eurovision fan and he's been working on this script for years and has finally produced this gem. Take everything you love about Eurovision. We're talking the glitz, the music, the OTT costumes and sprinkle it with Will Ferrell and Rachel McAdams and you have the story of Fire Saga. Ever since we were children, we've had one dream. Oh.
winning the Eurovision Song Contest. All right, everyone. I am Lars. This is Secret. We are Fire Saga. Who wants to hear a Eurovision song? All of Iceland thinks we are a joke. That's not true. And my father is ashamed of me. No, he's not. He looked me into the eyes and said, I am ashamed of you. Maybe he was drunk. He said, and you might think that I'm drunk, but I am dead sober. Idiot. Officially, Fire Saga will be representing Iceland at Eurovision this year. I hate them. Absolutely terrible. They're old, disgusting people. But we have no choice. So we're in. Yep. Okay, two questions. When's it out and where can we watch it? It hits Netflix June 26. The Amazing Race is coming back to Channel 10 for 2020, but this time it'll be an amazing race around Australia. If you're looking for a challenge, they're looking for teams right now. Have Gunners and Alley whenever you want. Podcasts at 917thewave.com.au.